Hey, do you like epic adventures? Yeah! Do you like slaying dragons to save cities? Fuck yeah! Do you like world-spending quests to keep the world safe from ancient evils? Yes! Well, too bad. That's not Heartbeats. Come listen to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast about ordinary people in an extraordinary world. Each week, our characters just try their darn best, but not because they're heroes. Available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. You wake up cold and alone, a new power running through you. Just call me Tara. Oh, my name's Meredith. Mary Burrows. You can call me Natalia. We wish to offer you a pact. All you have to do is choose. Don't hit my friend. You're bigger than this now, but you can keep it because you made it. And when you make something, that matters. Whenever he grabs Tarot's arm, Tarot does his best to like flex it a little <laughs> bit. The Mortal Path is a 5th edition D&D podcast with goofs and plot galore. Head on over to themortalpath.com to subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Hi, we're Tabletop Potluck, an actual play podcast created to help diversify the world of mainstream tabletop role-playing games. And make tasty recipes. And help you find your new favorite RPG system. And to have fun. So check it out. Now on all podcast directories. Come sit at our table. Hello, I'm Kyle from Beyond the Abyss, a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast. Join our four characters, Liam, Neil, Eli, and Gemma, as they try to survive the eldritch horrors that await them in this present day setting. Not for the kiddos. Please find us on Twitter at BTACast. Hello and welcome to a very special episode <laughs> of I Am Here. Celebrating International Podcast Month. I'm your host, Xander, and I'm from the show Heartbeats, a Heartwarming Fantasy. Podcasters from around the RPG community have banded together to create a series of one-shot games for International Podcast Month to promote diverse and inclusive gaming and to celebrate the hard work we do as podcasters. Today's game we're playing is Call of Cthulhu, which was designed and created by Chaosium. Join with me for the game are Yubi from The Mortal Path and Charlotte from Tabletop Potluck. Hey there, everybody. Welcome. Uh, I'll just do my, my normal thing of being a flubberguster. Uh, you guys all heard <laughs> the, the intro five seconds ago, so I don't have to explain too much. Uh, I am Xander. <laughs> And here with me are Yubi. Hi. And Charlotte. Hello. Oh, great. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad y'all are here today with me. <laughs> thank you for inviting us, for yes, having us. You. All right. So uh, as you all heard from the intro, we are playing Call of Cthulhu, though yes. um, normally called Cthulhu, like set in the 1920s. Today we are set in the 1980s uh, because Groovy, we're fashionable, baby. colorful, and just more fun, I guess. Radical. <laughs> it's radical, bro. I don't know anything about the 80s. Well, the 80s were totally tubular, man. <laughs> Super fun. Um, um, let us real quick kind of talk about y'all's characters. So, uh, Yubi, tell us about your character. So I'm going to be playing Moira. Uh, and I'm going to just preface this with an apology, which I think is how all podcasts should start. <laughs> so I'm very sorry to everybody ever who has or had an Irish accent, because boy, am I about to butcher that. Um, so 
I, do you know what? I, I'm going to call it revenge for every terrible Scottish accent I've sat through. So, you know. Um, but yeah, so Moira is uh, a student, an exchange student, who was born in Ireland, has come over to uh, Newport in Rhode Island. I, now, if you ask me to point that out on a map of America, I could not do so, but it's somewhere. <laughs> it's okay. A lot of Americans couldn't either. <laughs> I'm here for college, not for university. Um, she's kind of tall. She's lanky. She's got this kind of like wild dark hair and green eyes. Um, she's very into her flared jeans, tie-dye shirts, jean jackets, boots. She's very much kind of left-wing radical, which if you know anything about Ireland, especially in the 80s, it was not that. So she has come to America to study and to, you know, kind of be very left-wing out here. And she's also really into D&D. She's like huge into D&D. Um, so she joined the local gaming community at the at college and has made like one friend there, which is Steve. And that one friend is me. <laughs> Hi, I'm playing uh, Stephen Green or just Steve to his friends. Um, he's also a student at college. Um, he has kind of, uh, he's a bigger guy of athletic build, um, which you'd think, you know, maybe he uh, is a varsity guy. Maybe he plays sports. No, he's a huge fucking nerd and plays D&D instead. And uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember what I decided his major was. I think it was either history or English. Something like that. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> Something fine. with words and dates. He drives a 1978 yellow AMC gremlin named Big Bertha. Love it, love it. Such such a beaut. I, I love the name, mostly. She's a beaut. And uh, yeah, so we're on our way uh, back from a D and D convention. Uh, we've just gone to go and see the new rule set, which I believe was uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Second Did Edition. We said it was yeah. I think we said it was Second Edition. Yeah, at the um, time it would have been uh, Second Edition, the third set though. Um, yeah. Was, so, like, what, so the third set, like set of like cool stuff that came with some figures and things was released around like uh, 83, 84. Yeah. So we've just gone out to go see that and we're riding the high in Big Bertha on our way back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, let us jump into it. Uh, and to clarify, I'm going to repeat a few things that you guys just said. But that's just because uh, this is how monologues work. And I really enjoyed to hear myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you guys just came back from IPM Con. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as y'all were leaving, uh, a storm seemed to be brewing early in the morning, but it wasn't raining or anything. Though a few hours into your drive, you guys are starting to kind of drive away from the storm. The storm seems to be coming up behind you. You can hear it thundering and it starts kind of starting to rain. As you're driving on this, like, country road. Hey, Moira. Think we can beat it? I don't think we can. We're going to have to keep going through it. Alright. We'll see if we can beat it. I don't think we can. I think we're asking for trouble. Oh, well, we'll see. You don't want to pull over and have a nap or a break? Oh, I'm not tired. I think we can beat it. All right. If anyone can, it's Bertha. <laughs> oh, Steve, like, pats the dashboard. Moira's going to pat it, too. Little pat, pat. And then turn back to, like, the new rule set. <laughs> All right. Well, as you're reading the rule set, ain't going there. Uh, despite y'all trying to race against this uh, rain on your way home, uh, the storm finally catches up with you in uh, full force. 
And by, by this time, it's been, you know, another few hours along this country road, and night has kind of fallen. I told you we couldn't beat it. I told you. Yeah, oh, well. Now what are we going to do? Are we going to sleep in the car? Oh, uh, if worse comes to worse, we can pull over and find, like, a motel or something in some small town. You think there's going to be one of those out here? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll find a... Uh, old uh, abandoned uh, castle with the crazy uh, transvestite in it. I pick up the I pick up the rule book and I shake it at you and I go I think we know that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, I'm up for an adventure. Yeah. Well, for this adventure can Steven uh, roll me oh. a drive auto check? <laughs> oh no, oh my do gosh. I have that? It'd be really funny if I didn't have that. I don't Oh, it'll be perfect if you don't have it. I don't um, have that. But it's fine. Oh, it's no. naturally at 20. Yeah, so. so you just have to roll uh, 20, maybe a bit more. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, this rain, you guys are already kind of uh, driving a lot slower than normal just because you can't see too far ahead of you to begin with. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Oh, well, no. That's what did you 99. roll? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. 99 out of 100 in Call of Cthulhu. That's the end of our adventure then. Yeah, and then Stephen and Moira died. (laughs) All right, game's over. Crashed into a review. Wow, that was fun. I like Call of Cthulhu. Uh, Y'all are fine. Fine. Uh, (laughs) Totally and completely fine. So, uh, as you're all driving and you're kind of more so talking and laughing of the rule book joke and uh, Steve's attention is directed away from the road for a moment. I'm definitely pointing out stat blocks. Steven, did you see this? Look what they've changed here. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. We're going to have to change everything in the campaign for this now. <laughs> and in the road, when you're, when Steven, when your attention kind of darts back to the front of the car for a small moment, you see a figure illuminated by your headlights. Oh my god. I'm going to uh, smash on the brakes. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. You, you slam on the brakes and you twist your wheel to try to Ugh. dodge uh, this this figure in the middle of the road. And you curve right off into the small ditch into this muddy thing. Oh, fuck. I scream in Irish. And the car, the car kind of jerks really forward in your forced forward into the car wheel. Oh, get a little whiplash. Yeah, and you take six damage and your oh. forehead is kind of bleeding. Ouch. Jesus, Steve. Are you alright? You're bleeding. You said um, you said six points of damage? Six, yes. Oh, boy. Ouch. Yeah, yeah Max on that roll, too. Ugh, man. Why'd you do that? There was a... You didn't see that person in the road? Did I also see the person on the road? Uh, yeah, now you can. Uh, oh, so to the, yeah, to the, to the left of y'all, this, this person is just kind of standing in the road. From what y'all can see, you can kind of tell that she, you know, is a woman just drenched and soaked, though, from how heavy the rain is, she can't see any particular details, but she, uh, does, you can tell that she's kind of worse for well in the, in the sense of how she's, like, standing kind of almost limping as she slowly kind of walks aimlessly on on the road. Oh, Jesus, I do now. 
Um, should I go out to her? I think we should see if she's okay. Did you hit her? Is that why she's limping? Is that our fault? No, I didn't hit her. I, I skidded into the ditch before before I could hit her. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fine. We'll go and. Uh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Do you want to? Uh, gonna... In the in the dashboard, there's some some paper napkins. Can you can you hand me one? Or not in the yeah. in the glove compartment? <laughs> I don't know words. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I, okay. I take him out and I, and I hand him over. Steve like puts them on his bleeding forehead. Jesus, Steve. And then I'm going to climb out the car and like stand with the door open. I've, I'm holding onto the door and I go, are you all right over there? Hello. Uh, the woman kind of uh, stops and uh, looks at you. Uh, she's clearly uh, shivering in this cold rain and you are now getting kind of soaked from how much this is uh, downpouring at the moment. Uh, though she's just kind of shaking and staring at you. Um, what would you like to do? Steve, I don't think she's all right. Uh, yeah, Steve will open up his door and, and, and follow Moira out. Are you lost? Do you need any help? Are you all right? You're not looking so good. You can kind of hear mumbling coming from her over the sound of the rain and the storm, though you can't make out the words. Okay. Y'all are kind of a bit, y'all are kind of a few yards away. Uh, is she still in the middle of the road? Yeah, she she has not walked over to y'all, so she's still, like, in the middle of the road, and y'all are kind of, uh, like, a good few yards off the road into, like, a bit of a small, like, uh decline ditch of sorts okay uh steve will look both ways before <laughs> walking into the road moira's following like with with she's going what would gary gygax do what would gary gygax do <laughs> uh yeah so th- there's no cars this, this road has been <laughs> roll for initiative <laughs> no, uh, so the road has been pretty empty on y'all's drive uh during the whole time and you don't see any cars or headlights uh, in any direction as you walk up to this woman. And when you kind of go get up closer, she's mostly looking down. Her eyes are downward. And all you're hearing is she's just like, oh, light, 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 <laughs> grandpa. And she just keeps repeating uh, that as some kind of mantra of sorts. Mm-hmm. And she is clearly distressed. Okay. And- um, Steve will check, take off his jacket and like, cover it over her head so the rain is blocking, uh, or it's blocking the rain a little bit. Um, okay. Uh, hey, what's your name? What? What? Grandpa? Um, Grandpa. She, she clearly seems to be in shock. Uh, yeah. If you like, you can roll me a like a uh, medicine or a um, psychology roll to kind of see how she's doing either mentally or physically. I would uh, like to roll a psychology the... roll, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to roll them f- physical dice, if that's okay. That's perfectly fine. How about spot hidden? Sure. You can <laughs> cool. roll me a spot hidden. What are you looking for? Um, any signs of, like, physical trauma? Okay, yeah. Uh, that would, uh, uh, yeah, you can use spot hidden for that. That's okay. fine. Cool. So my I don't percent have medicine or psychology. <laughs> That's fine. So my perspe- my percentage is sixty, and I rolled a twenty nine. Okay, so like- that is a hard success because uh, yeah. you rolled uh, half and below. 
so that means she did very good. So yeah. you can tell that she is clearly in shock. Uh, you know, and she clearly, in judging from her physical look, uh, if you're hard, then you can see some of the like cuts and scratches along her clothes and along her arms. Uh, Steve can also notice this. Yeah, I got an eight out of seventy-five for spot hidden. So. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Like you, you notice all these cuts and stuff. You notice her shaking, and uh, even though it's raining, you can tell like the amount of tears that she's been crying. You can see like the separate stream down her face of just tears. Have you been in an accident, dear? What's happened? Have you? Is there a crash or something? Um, she she's just shivering, not really. Oh, she's in shock. Saying anything. I think we should take her to a hospital. I think that's a good idea. We didn't pass a wreck or anything, did we? No, I mean, it might. maybe it's ahead of us. I don't know. Let's get her in no, the car. Uh, and you guys can roll me uh, something to see if there's, you know, something that's ahead of y'all. Because you did travel down this road when initially coming here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Spot hidden again? Uh, no. Uh, for this, though, you can either roll me like a... Uh, a history or a straight intelligence check. I'll do straight intelligence. I got 52 from 85. I got 50 out of 70. Nice. Alrighty, yeah. So, um, do you both put your heads together? Uh, ball standing in this pouring, storming rain, getting drenched by catch a cold. Uh-huh. Uh, you guys do remember that there's uh, that up ahead, probably a, a few miles, because you guys uh, can notice the. Because right now, Left and right of you is kind of like empty fields, like farming fields, and up ahead seems to be like a a forest coming in. And you remember that like soon in that uh, forest off the road is like a a gas station and a diner. Okay, they all remember cool. passing by and stopping at before. Okay, there is that place just off the road ahead. Before we get into the forest, wasn't there? There was that little uh, petrol station, gas station, whatever you call it. Yeah, maybe little- we can call for help there. I think that's a good idea, and I think we need to keep an eye out for any wrecks on the side of the road in case she's been in an accident or something. She's she's in a terrible way. She's in shock, the poor wee thing. Good idea, good idea. Right, should we get her into... How deep in the ditch is our car? Can we get the car out? Uh, you can attempt to get the car out. Like, So the ditch isn't like really steep. It's probably... It's a uh, casual uh, incline downward. Oh, Bertha, you got uh, yourself in a right state. Specifically to stop cars from going <laughs> off of the road any further. Uh, pr- pretty much, yeah. So y'all are only a little bit off the road, like about mm-hmm. a, a good yard off the road. Okay. Um, you guys can both roll me a, a collective <laughs> strength check to move, like to try to push the car out of the ditch. Why are you big beefy boy? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Okay. So that's why it's collective. Oh, okay, <laughs> 26. All right, 26 out of 45. 15 out of 60. Oh, sh- we are rolling good. Yeah. Uh, so you guys go and leave uh, this this woman to push your car out of the road. I think I take her with us. I try and lead her with us at least like as close to the edge of the road as possible. I don't want to leave her like standing in the middle <laughs> of the road. Okay, yeah. If, if she's willing to go. Yeah, yeah, she easily comes with you. She doesn't hesitate, so when you grab her to move her, she comes yeah. with you. Very gently, very, very kindly. Yeah, if you guys get the car out, it takes you all about a good solid 15, 20 minutes to get this car pushed out. But your car is now back kind of partly on the road, but enough to where if you get in the car and start driving, it will, you know, move. 
Ah, Big Bertha always pulls through. Uh, she's a she's a keeper. She is. Bertha's a keeper always. Uh, and I'm going to put my hand on the girl's shoulder and say, "Are you all right to get in the back of the car, dear? We're going to take you to a wee gas station just ahead of us." Uh, she she kind of just nods. Uh, she's still kind of just muttering like, "All right, white, white." Are you saying are you saying light or white? And if you're saying white, is it white like the barrow white or is it white like the color white? The, the light. The light. Grandpa. Did, I think Did your grandpa go into the light? Uh, Steve. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why did you uh, say that? The girl just starts kind of weeping pretty. Jesus, uh, Steve. <laughs> Jesus, Steve. You've gone and done that now, haven't you? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Steve, what have you done? Get in the car, will you? Get in the front seat and drive us. Steve, okay, for I'm God's going, sake. <laughs> I get in the back with the girl. Alrighty, yeah. So you guys uh, both get into the car and you start driving up the road. As we're driving, I'm going to turn to her and say, when you say light, dear, do you mean like headlights? Was Were you in a crash, dear? You know, like a... Is that what you mean with the lights? Uh, she, she just kind of shakes her head no. Yeah, so you okay. guys... Uh, Heavy woods are are driving up. Uh, this woman is kind of uh, still muttering, but the muttering has kind of stopped and has gone into kind of a bit of a, a light sob. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you uh, drive, can you all roll uh, roll me spot hidden, both of you? Love to do that for you. Thirty six out of twenty five. I I did I, I boned that one. Sixty five out of seventy five. Uh, Steve notices since. Uh, he's driving. You notice that as this uh, storm is slightly letting up, it's still raining hard, but you're able to see a little bit more clearly as you guys get into the, the tree line and start driving up the road, that the road kind of branches off a little bit on the side as you pass it. But you do see uh, lights up ahead for the ga- gas station and diner, mm. though you also catch, uh, before you crash into it, a truck that's uh, like peeled into the middle of the road Oof. in front of like the the gas station with its headlights still on jesus did we crash into uh, it no you, you did not crash oh, into it oh god uh, you guys didn't notice it prior what the hell happened here oh i told you steve she's been in a crash oh my jesus mary and joseph right we're gonna have to call the police on this one mm. i don't think and i kind of look awkwardly to her and then i kind of whispered you I don't think her grandpa made it no I'm telling you he went into the light (laughs) oh Jesus Mary Joseph this doesn't look good right are we going to go around it let's go let's go around it very carefully and make sure that I mean if if we see anybody we should check that they're you know which which side of of, you know if they're still you know alive yeah that one (laughs) Uh, yeah, so you guys can easily, uh, get around this, uh, truck that's there. Uh, it's in front of the gas station, which all the lights in the gas station are, are off. It seems to be closed as you slowly drive past it. So the diner is immediately next to it. The lights are on. There's a small, uh, car that's parked in front of it. And there seems to be some people near, uh, the the windows kind of gathered together. It seems that the diner is, is open. Pull in there, Steve. Yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. And Steve will... Pull in. Yeah, you guys, uh, you both pull in. Okay. 
I'm going to get out the car and then try and get the girl to come out the car with us. I don't want to leave her. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, come on. She, we're going- uh, Sorry. easily follow suit come on we're going to get you inside we'll buy you a, a burger or something something you know a bit of hot food will go down the treat if they've got tea here we'll get that for you tea's very good in this sort of situation you're going to be all right <laughs> uh she just kind of makes a weird noise and that sounds like an agreement as she you know comes with you out of the car okay put my arm around her lead her in steve will open the door for the ladies Gentleman, Steve, always. Oh. Yeah, what a gentleman. Uh, so yeah, y'all enter uh, this this diner. So you see this uh, one man sitting on a table. Uh, there's a few others seeming to be gathered uh, around uh, the, this booth. There seems to be man and woman standing at the table. Uh, the booth that's in front of the gentleman next to him, there's two like lovely old couple kind of turning their heads to listen to this man as he's saying that, talking about some kind of deadlight that drove him off the, the road. A dead light. That, that, that's what he says. And you guys can clearly see that he's like shaken up in the sense of how quick he's talking and, and just the general body language. It's very, it's broadcasted very easily as you guys enter the room. Does he look old enough to be a grandpa? Uh, no. So he looks kind of like a, a younger man about in his like, like late 20s, maybe early 30s. Uh, he has kind of like a scruffy, uh, like brown beard which is very contrast to his, like, coppery hair. That's also kind of wild and askew, though. His clothes and his hair seem to be damp, as if they just started drying up recently. Uh, I'm good. Is there anyone behind the counter? Uh, no, but the woman who's standing in front of the, the booth uh, turns to y'all, uh, and she's in a, uh, a waitress outfit, L- looks over at y'all, and can y'all give me a... Spot hidden. Roll oh. real quick. I'd love Alrighty. to give you a spot hidden. Love those spot hiddens. I got five. I also got five. What the fuck? Yeah. So she turns around and goes, Hi, how are you all doing? Not so good. You guys do notice that pause in her line there. And in a brief moment, you guys both catch the kind of uh, grimace on, on her face, her eyes looking straight in between you two where uh, the woman you just met and is standing, though it quickly goes back to, to her initial smile. Ooh, it's like, so creepy. Oh, oh, you two poor. Oh, you three poor dears. Uh, here, take a seat. Let me get you all some coffee and she kind of goes around the corner to grab uh, coffee that's on like a, a heat pot. Uh, yeah, thank you. We were actually hoping to use your phone. We uh, don't want this... to be any bother. Yeah, no. We'll just say where we are and head back to the car. Get back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're both sorry. in a bit of a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that has delighted so, me. I am delighted. That's now my favorite moment of this whole episode. Sorry. I'm joking. Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, she's like, uh, yeah, um, unfortunately, our, our phones are kind of down at the moment because of the storm, though. You're more than welcome to, you know, stay here and wait it out. Th- you've had okay, it. Well, if, if they start dancing, Moira, we have to leave. Just some sort of folk tune, isn't it? You know, some sort of folk dance. Here, no, 
Uh, <laughs> um, when he sees me. <laughs> if they do the time warp, we're out. <laughs> the uh, yeah, and they start uh, sp- spontaneously uh, dancing. And I start oh, to ride. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show would be a call of Cthulhu scenario. Oh my god, I want to play it. Okay, sorry. Let's stay in the moment. Stay in the moment. Very spooky (laughs) thing has happened. I'm I'm genuinely creeped. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna like keep my arm round the girl after seeing that weird thing. You've you've had a crash outside. Have you not seen it? You've got a great big truck in the middle of your road. You can't leave it there. You're gonna have more people have an accident. Uh, She kind of looks at y'all in confusion, like crap. Oh, you mean Jake's truck? Yeah, he's he just peeled off into the middle of the road and comes running in talking about some deadlight. Uh, and at that moment, you hear uh, Jake stand up, slams the thing. And he's like, look, there was some kind of deadlight. It drove me off the road. I swear it went right into the woods. Am I do supposed to know what a deadlight is? Do I know <laughs> what a deadlight is? Uh, no, I... you, you guys don't know what he's talking about. Uh, I... Everyone... Can you clearly see like confusion and worry on everyone's faces? Mm. I've not got a clue, uh, Steve. I don't know what a deadlight is for the life of me. Uh, what's a uh, deadlight? What are you talking about? It's like it's a it's a light. It it looks dead. It's he's like Argh! and he just slams his face up against the the table and keeps his head down. Could um, that could that be what the what the girl's talking about? Light and grandpa? Did I turn to her is that what you did you see it as well? Is that what you saw? The, a dead light? Does that make sense to you? <laughs> uh, she's still fairly shaken up. Uh, though the other man who was standing by Jake, who who turn, finally turns around to like acknowledge y'all, uh, kind of this big burly dude, kind of a short white beard, bald head, and he comes walking over to him and he's like, please, please, come take a seat. You th- let, let's get you some coffee. My name is Sam. I'm the manager here. Uh, and I see you like you're with Amelia. Do you like what happened to her? Can you come on? Sit, sit, please. So oh, her, her name's Amelia. Oh, you know her, do you? Uh, yeah, she uh, she's up in the, you know, uh, orchard cabin uh, just down the road with her grandfather. Uh, she comes, you know, by every once in a while. But like, Amelia, are you? God, she looks terrible. We found her in the middle of the road. Uh, she looks like she's in shock. I, we don't know what happened. We just found her. Steve, clinically, she's in shock. I can tell you that for nothing. <laughs> the the woman uh, who's bringing you coffee comes up and pours you uh, three cups and and stares at y'all. In, in with y'all's previous roles, you can tell that her eyes are kind of fixated on Emilia though she as soon as she finishes pouring her drink your drinks she quickly turns around and gets right back behind the counter into like the the kitcheny area this is the sketchiest thing I've ever asked does that look like there's when she was pouring the coffee did it all come from the same pitcher she didn't do anything funny to like Amelia's mug is she gonna poison us (laughs) the same picture okay yeah it comes from the same picture okay i i'm gonna sniff my coffee is does it does it smell oh like boy, i coffee? sure do love call of cthulhu's ability to make everyone extremely <laughs> paranoid within the first hour uh okay so as you sniff this coffee roll me oh, uh, roll me something 
Uh, okay. Like, what do you Sniff think would be? Sniff a check and then call Cthulhu. I'm gonna roll. Uh. Intimidate? No, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> um, well, I ain't gonna roll that one. Um, uh, as I sniff the coffee, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna look back at the waitress that's acting so sketch, and I'd like to roll psychoanalysis to see if I can get like a deeper reading on her and try and like work out maybe if she's afraid or if she's angry, like what the emotion is that's making her act so weird. Yeah, sure. Uh, psychoanalysis isn't generally for that. That's uh, psychology. Then so, I will... Can I roll psychology? Yeah, absolutely. That? Cool. What is psychoanalysis for? Uh, for treating someone who has psychosis. Oh, I see. Like, yes, then I would like to roll psychology. Yeah. That is a 15 out of 60. 15 out of 60. Yeah. Nice. Because that's my speciality. You can clearly get a sense that she didn't poison the coffee okay though you do notice that she's very tense very worried about something that you don't know what and her eyes keep glancing back at Emilia Amelia through the like um so she's in like the back room where like you know the kind of kitchen area yeah. is. you know how there's always yeah. like that kind of kitchen window yeah she keeps kind of peering back through there does she does she look like she's worried for Amelia or does she look like she's worried that Amelia is here? Uh, the latter. She seems to be worried okay. about Amelia's presence. Okay. Okay. What the hell is going on here? I'm really genuinely spooked. This <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the like, desired mm. effect. <laughs> okay. Um. So Sam is next, y'all, and he's... Um, you know, he also has his own cup of, cup of coffee that he's been carrying with him. And he kind of is, is stepping on it. It's like, well, unfortunately, uh, like Mary said, and he gestures behind him to to the kitchen Mary. area. Mary. Yes, Mary. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whisper that Mary. under my Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> She's not that Mary. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> well, I, I did not even see that coming. That's so good. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so... <laughs> so you guys are sitting at the booth uh mm-hmm. just three down from where jake is sitting uh mm-hmm. the people in the booth next to you are the two lovely uh old couple who are now just paying attention to their like uh food which is just simple fruits and a pancake i can go for some pancakes right now can you keep your mind on the task at hand sorry you and your stomach and i'm gonna look back at the girl do mm-hmm. the do the scratches and things on her arms do they look like do they look like it was like a like fingernails or does it look like maybe she ran through the woods like in the dark type thing um roll so that roll me a medicine check oh boy can i say so my spot hidden for noticing that was a like a 5 or something mm mm-hmm. mhm so could I have noticed that back on the road? Yes, you you would know that uh, these these scratches are more consistent with running through like you know stuff like shrubbery and branches cuts. They mm-hmm. they don't look like they're like you know wounds from like an assault or anything. I failed that one. I failed it big time. Got seventy two. Yeah. So you, you don't know. You're you're just like oh, there's cuts. Oh, uh, you don't know what like caused them. But but definitely like some sort of altercation. Yeah, uh, well, clearly it's at least something through sharpering and stuff. She at least at some point ran through the woods. Okay. Is what Stephen Makes will sense. know. Yeah, and I that don't can know always that, be though. 
be shared. Though uh, mm-hmm. Sam, who's next show, just goes like, uh, "Here, let me let me go get y'all something. Let me, you know, get y'all some food." And he goes off to uh, to the back room. I'm gonna call after him. So you don't have a working phone? You've got? Uh, does anyone else around here have one? I think she needs an ambulance or something. Um, the the old man who's behind y'all he turns around, uh, arm arm draped over the uh, booth, like, uh, unfortunately we we don't. Uh, I I do have a cell phone in my car, but it unfortunately is not working. The storm is not uh, allowing a, a signal. Ugh. Well, That's. This is how every horror movie starts. Steve, I swear to God, if you if you bring that shit up, I really will get angry at you. I don't want to hear that now. Why would you say that now? Now I'm now I'm feeling freaked out. I was I was saying. coping fine, but now I'm gonna have to use my own techniques against myself. I'm gonna close my eyes and just try to concentrate for a minute. And go. I'm just gonna control my breathing for a minute. All right, I'm feeling better. Right, okay. don't say that. That's really. Whew. This isn't a horror if, movie. If- Steve was an 80s horror movie asshole. He totally would have been like, boo. <laughs> but, no. Um, it's not you, a horror movie. You see movie. the old man pretty clearly, like, whip his head toward the window. Uh, do y'all follow his gaze? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, roll me a spot hidden. <laughs> Good old spot hidden. 15. Okay, 15 out of 25, I think my spot hidden is. Okay. 67 out of 75. Alrighty. God, thank God you've got some points in that. It's the, really one of the only things I'm good at. <laughs> uh, so you both kind of quickly catch it. So behind, uh, across the street in the woods, you guys quickly see a glimmer of light go behind the trees. But soon after, you he- you see lightning flash across the sky and thunder roar. Uh, and the old man's like, "Oh, I think, I think my uh, man, this storm's really getting to me." <laughs> Did did you see that? What the hell was that? I saw that. Was it lightning? Steve, was it a ghost? Was it the dead light that he was talking about? Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Was that the dead? Was it a ghost? I don't ghost. But I don't bloody know, do I? You've scared me so much. I'm going Welsh. Uh, you, you you hear a slap, and it's by the old woman who slaps her husband like on the on the shoulder, and she's like. Daddy, stop scaring the kids with your, with your weird, weirdness. And she just slaps him again. <laughs> right across the face. Yeah, right across the face. <laughs> no, it's just on the shoulder all uh, more playfully than, than upset. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, when Sam comes back, I'm, I just wanted to ask if, like, how well does he know Amelia or their family? Uh, within a, a few minutes, you see Sam coming with like a, a tray of uh, some simple food, you know, some bacon, a bunch of sausages, a <gasps> bunch of pancakes, though. Everybody roll me a listen. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> what are the pancakes saying? Why? The pancakes say they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, wait. 38 out of 50. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so 68 out of 20. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is what you you all hear. You guys hear a scream coming from outside. A man yelling, like a blood curdling oh. scream. The Sam drops the tray. Though Moira, 
you specifically hear where it's coming from, which is in uh, across the street. Can I see anything if I look out the window? Yeah, you can roll uh, spot hidden real quick as uh, everyone is rushing to the windows to see what's going on. Oh, God. Five. Nice. You see kind of off in, in the distance, kind of a bit further away than you initially saw it the first time. You clearly spot that same glowing light kind of going further into the, the trees uh, a few yards into the, the tree line and, and vanish. Okay, I'm going to, tr- before it vanishes, I'm going to try and point out to see if I, Steve, Steve, look right there. <gasps> what, what? Did you see it? Is it already gone? Yeah, did you it, see the it would have already been gone by I, then. I, I didn't see anything. What did you see? Was it someone? What's going on? I just saw the light. I heard, I heard the scream and I looked across and I could hear it from over there and I saw the light. You saw the light? Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I think you're right about this. You guys quickly, clearly see uh, someone run out of the door and outside you see uh, a waitress. Mary running across the street and you as she runs out the door you hear her call out um, you you hear her call out a name and she's just screaming Billy where's she going what's she doing who's Billy I'm gonna follow her I get up I start I start I I I follow I was gonna say that Stephen follows cause fuck this (laughs) Uh, yeah so you guys follow uh, Mary out. You're a few yards behind. Sam uh, is kind of following behind you, though, kind of hesitantly. And you guys hear him say, like, Billy? Was that Billy? And uh, you guys quickly get to the get to the woods. It's still pouring down rain. Thunder is, is kind of happening a, a bit more often than normal. And as you get to the woods, you see Mary stopped hands aghast to her mouth as she's like screaming into her hands Mary Uh, she she just looks over at y'all hands still mouth and she looks back over and behind uh, behind a tree so she's saying like adjacent from a tree uh, you what is behind this tree is obscure to y'all from where y'all are standing at the moment (laughs) oh god (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna like put a hand on her shoulder and I'm like, look at her and I'm going to say, Mary, I'm going to look at whatever you're looking at now. Is it really bad? Her her screams kind of start dying down and she just kind of looks at you with a horror in her eyes. All right, I'm going to look now and I'm going to turn and look at whatever she's looking at. Yeah, so you... uh, Make a sand check. Uh, uh, is Steven also going to take a look? <sighs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Alright, so you both kind of step around this tree, get to the point where uh, Mary is standing and you see it. A body draped down on the ground next to this tree. <gasps> Part of its body just gone oh boy black ash uh covers the the skin on the side that is still there the face partially melted in and seeming to drip though has solidified in place 
roll sanity for oh seeing boy. this yeah. gross body of who presumably might be a man named Billy. Oh my god. What the fuck have we gotten ourselves into? Mm, I fail. I got a 25. Myra, you take one sanity loss. So what? So does that mean I go down from 65 to 64? Yes. Cool. So you take uh, one point of sanity uh, for seeing this body, though you're you're able to kind of handle seeing this. Okay. Uh, especially from playing like D and D, you're you're able to kind of cope with you this have a little your bit deep more. Breathing techniques. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> like I'm definitely like dry retching, but like I'm sort of <laughs> each time. Yeah. Though. Steven, roll me a D8. All four. Right, four. So you lose four points of sanity. Okay. Not uh, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I mean, it could have been really bad. Uh, <laughs> could have been real you're, bad. You're a bit more shaken up by seeing this. Uh, though soon after y'all staring kind of are taking in this, you see Sam come around and just go, Billy! It is Billy! <laughs> What what happened? Oh, God. Do you think he was struck by lightning or kind of looks like maybe a lightning strike to me, right? Wrath of God and all that, maybe? Sorry, no offense to Billy. It looks like hell. <laughs> like, uh, I, 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 I don't, my, might be lightning. Uh, look. I think uh, we need. We can't leave him out in. here. We can't leave. We can't leave him out here. Have you got? Have you got a stretcher? Have you got first aid? Not the first aid's gonna help him. God rest his soul. But have you got a, a stretcher or something? We can put a a tarpaulin over him and bring it. You can't just leave him in the rain. No, no. I think we should leave him out here. I don't think we can leave him out here. There's woods. What if he gets started to be eaten by something out here? Well, we just have to wait for uh, the phones to start working so we can call the police. I'm. They probably don't want us touching it. Well, can we get a tarp and put it over him or something? I can't, can't just leave the man out here. I I think that we can. Steve, where's your cleric heart? What's happened? Come on. <laughs> uh, 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 remember when I said this is like the beginning of a horror movie? <laughs> well, I feel like if we were really in a horror movie, we'd leave the body and we'd come back and something would have, t- it would have be gone. I'd rather move it before something else moves it. If we're in uh, a horror damn it, movie. you're right. But what if he's like a zombie and then he comes back to life and... I'm going to look at the body again. I go, well, there's not a lot of him left, so I think we're in with a chance. <laughs> Fair enough. You can roll me an idea check, UB. Ooh, an idea the, check. See yeah. if I have an idea. <laughs> Please tell me yeah, my about idea. Since you're, you're trying to... Uh, well, you're trying to like wanting to you're wanting to move this body or at least cover it, right? Yeah. Uh, 62 out of 85. All right. Nice. Yeah. So uh, with how the body is kind of mangled in the parts that are uh, missing, it doesn't seem feasible to move it without more stuff oozing out of it. Yep. So you do think of the tablecloths in like the diner on the tables that one of those might be. Very useful to at least cover up the body. I'm gonna go get one of those. Have mm-hmm. a just check visually to see that Amelia is still sitting there and is with people, 
as I go uh, back yeah, in. Yeah, she's still sitting okay. there, though. Her eyes are facing, like, you know, outside the window in y'all's general direction. I gotta pause by her table and say, Amelia, that dead light you saw, was it the same thing out there that you just saw again now? Uh, I I didn't actually see it. Um, Did it, uh... Did it, your grand, your grand, your granddad. Did it? Uh, did it get him? Uh, uh, All right, you know, I think uh, that's actually answer enough for me, dear. You, you, you stay here with these people. They're going to look after you, and we're going to. Uh, I think we're going to go check it out, and then I'm going to leave the diner with my own eyes wide, holding the tablecloth. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! So, uh, so Sam uh, leaves. Yeah. Uh, Steven, since you're standing outside, Sam leaves, mentioning he's going to go inside. He puts his arms mm-hmm. around Mary and walks her over as she's like uh, uh, sobbing. Okay, before he goes mm-hmm. in, uh, yeah. Steve's just going to go, this is going to be a weird question. Yeah. Uh, so before we just saw him, was Billy alive or dead previously? Uh, <laughs> you guys never saw Billy before, um, but... Uh, he, Sam looks at you and just goes, well, last time I saw him this morning, he was not like that. Okay. That answers my question. I'm going to put <laughs> the towel. You know, Sam quickly goes, and you, you come back at this point. Yeah, I put the tablecloth over. I put rocks along the edges. I assume there's like rocks or bits of like heavy bits of wood or twig or something like just to weigh down the corners. So it's harder to like. Yeah, it's not gonna if you're, fly you're off able in the to wind. easily find such like small rocks and like some bigger branches to to secure the blanket from being blown in this uh, storm. <laughs> As I do that, do I'm I'm not like. I'm not like ogling the body, but do I notice anything odd as I'm as I'm like that close to it? Sure, you want to do that? So, uh, so are you you're wanting to inspect I'm the body? Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't okay. know anymore. Yeah, roll- Roll, roll me a investigation. Hey, the mystery is not going to get solved. Right, so you can roll me an investigation or a like first aid medicine roll. Oh, not medicine. Uh, ooh, oh god. Okay, so investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that spot hidden? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, no, I fail both of those. I got sixty-eight, and I was twenty-five and twenty-one on both. I don't know to shit. I'm too yeah, scared. So you don't notice anything uh, particularly uh, new outside of like, you know, the ashy singe of the, the portion of like the body that's like just gone. And, you know, some of the intestines rolling out, uh, though, being up closer to it. Uh, please roll me sanity. Oh, no. Oh, now that you're getting a really good whiff of like the smell <laughs> and getting real near it, almost touching. Oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> 86. <sighs> Where are my roll, good rolls now? What roll, happened? Roll, roll me, roll me a d8, please. This guy's a heavy hitter. Well, you know, you guys might have played with dead bodies like in y'all's D and D games, but actually, <laughs> I haven't seen a real one before, though. Yeah, confronting your dead body, okay. especially one in a very brutal state, takes a five. Toll. Five. I got a five. Also, oh, do you you go temporarily insane, or is that more than? Five. She, five she has more. lost a total of six and Ooh. within the last in-game hour. So oh, no. you have a sanity that <laughs> yeah. I get to roll up. What does that mean? I don't know. 
You're mentally unwell. Oh, dear. Yeah, so, so you have what's referred to as a temporary insanity, which means that from now on, uh, you will have this aspect you have to add into your character. Okay. So, like, you could be afraid of thunder, which right now would be really bad. Yeah. Fuck. Um, oh, um, no. So you actually have a compulsion now. Okay. <laughs> this, this compulsion is to find the source of what caused this event. Okay. Okay. Steve, but got to, to a bit of a manic degree. Like this is now like your top priority. Steve, we've got to we've got to find out what did this. We gotta we gotta go to the we gotta go to the, the Amelia's grandpa's house. We've got to find out. We've got to look for it. We've, what? We've got Hold on. we Steve Rewind. Steve, I'm telling you this as not only a friend, but also a fellow adventuring party member. We have to go and find out if the grandpa's okay. What if he's what if he's been hit and he's 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 alive but he's in great pain or something? We can't just leave him. Steve, we've got to go. I'm telling you, this is more important than even meeting Gary Gygax, which is very important. Okay. Um, Do you have a gun? I trust you. Huh? Do you have a gun? Why would I have a gun? We're in America. I don't have a gun. I don't. <laughs> Do we have a big gun? I've got these guns. No, I don't say that. <laughs> I don't say that. I'm going to grab a stick from the ground. Just a stick. Right. Grab you grab a stick from the ground. Right, we're armed. We're dangerous. We're going to go find out if the grandpa's all right. Yes, Steve, you're with me, right? Ah, uh, you know what? If I don't go with you, you're going to go alone, and I don't want that to happen. So that's I'm a with very you. solid basis for a friendship and for doing anything <laughs> stupid like what we're about to do. Let's go. Where are we going? Never split the party. That's Steve. I give him a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hug back. So we're we're y'all heading to right now. Y'all are still outside in this pouring rain though you uh, guys are kind of having some cover with with the trees we should definitely let the other people in the diner know that we're going to go investigate first that's a very uh, good idea and get directions to the cabin excellent idea steve you're doing all the thinking for me now I, i'm trying you're doing a great job steve come on let's go <laughs> okay yeah so as you guys approach the diner you guys can see clearly through the window um Mary kind of getting in Emilia's face from the window, like her finger is pushed up against the face as y'all are walking toward the, the diner. What? What's you doing? Hey, 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 Mary! Back off, will ya? Yeah, so as you rush inside, you start hearing what's being said. What's it supposed to go this way? What? What did you do? What did your grandpa do? Mary, back off! What, what are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What wasn't supposed to go this way? Nothing! And she just storms off. Sam's, like, arms are, like, up in the air, like, as she kind of shoves past him. And she goes to the back. No, 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 hey. The two of us are stuck in whatever mess that you've made for yourselves. You're going to tell us what the fuck is going on right now. Can I do, like, persuade or something? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can do persuade, or uh, this feels more like an intimidation if you're trying. Intimidate? Yeah, it's going to be intimidate. That makes more sense. I'm going to stick. I'm going to threaten it. 32 out of 15. Oh, no. I'm like, you need to tell us what's uh, going on. She, right she just, like, like, as she's entering uh, the back the back room, she doesn't even look at you as she gives you, like, the bird. Well, that's I not... give the bird back. <laughs> well, that's not the customer service I've grown to love and expect over here. She's not getting a tip from me. <laughs> Sam, Sam starts, like, kind of patting the air a little bit. And he's like, oh, people, people, calm down. It's okay. 
We're we're all a little bit shook. Uh, just stay calm. We'll wait till the phones get up. We'll have the police sort all this out. Just we're gonna stay here. Sam, what was she talking about? What's she talking about? This whole what 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 did your grandfather do? What's she on about? Sam just kind of shrugs. He's like, I I have no idea what that was about. And if you like, you can roll psychology. I would uh, love you know, if he's to. Lying or not. I'd love to, but I'm not rolling that dice anymore because now it's betraying me. <laughs> How dare you? It's not a good success, but it's a success. So you know he's genu- genuinely like has no idea what Mary is going on about. He actually seems very shooken up as well and startled, though. He's trying to keep the calm because okay. the, the whole tavern seems to be tense mm. after now knowing that there is a dead body out just outside. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm going to turn to Amelia. Amelia, what's Mary talking about? Do you have any idea? <sighs> uh, yeah. Um, s- someone came in a, uh, and like broke in and, and attacked my grandpa. And then there was just a white light. I, I just, I just ran. I just ran. That's it. And, and she right. starts uh, civilly and crying. She's like, we, we have to go to my grandpa. We're go- do you know what actually that's funny you say that because we are going to head there but I <laughs> but I do need to know very quickly was Mary also there how did Mary know about this uh, Sam kind of steps over and goes well if uh Billy might be involved might be Mary's you know boyfriend uh Clem he's kind of uh, uh and he kind of gets a little bit closer a hoodlum I uh are you telling me that Klim broke into Amelia's grandfather's house and then where does Billy fit into this apart from being very dead outside? Uh, that I I don't know. I just know that Klim and Billy are best friends and they tend to be hoodlums together. Mm. I'm going to give him a little look like I'm trying to cipher. Is this a dialect word? I don't know. That means something else. Hoodlum? But- no, do you, do you know what hoodlum uh, means? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like maybe, <laughs> okay. like maybe it's like a, like it's like a you know like a backwater no, American his word for something voice else. Down. Okay. Nah, nah. He's just keeping his voice down because every time he says it, he kind of looks back to Mary to like go, you know, hoodlum. <laughs> so not to say it too loudly. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you did you see who broke in, Amelia? She just shakes her head. Uh, no. Mm. And she's long- just like crying, just repeating like she just ran. Amelia, how long ago was it? Was are we talking hours? Are we talking days? <gasps> Probably. I don't. I don't know how long I was running, but it, it was today. Today. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We've got plenty of time. You know, there's, there's windows for these sorts of things. We're definitely in a window. Where it's going to be quite all right. How? Do, I'm going to go talk to Mary really quick. Steve, do you want to come with me? Uh, sure. Yeah. Try and find Mary and Steve will follow in the back. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, when you get in the back, roll me a spot hidden. Nah. 82. I see nothing. Steve to the rescue. Nope. Just kidding. 98. <laughs> 98. 98. Yeah. So, so Steve walks in, it's more just kind of not. Gets hit in the face <laughs> with the frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just. Uh, you're falling behind though your attention's more at like toward Amelia just making sure she's okay and as you like turn to go through the door you just hit your face on like the the wall please the don't say frame. I take any more damage you take you take one 
one HP. Oh no. Uh, oh, hey. Jesus, I'm Steve. What's looking you... real rough, actually. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Steve. What you do? What you doing, oh. man? I, it must have been the prior head trauma. I think my head's not screwed on right anymore. Oh, that's a very good point. You shouldn't fall asleep. Or you, you, if you've got a concussion, you mustn't fall asleep or, or something. I don't know why, but something terrible will happen. I, I wasn't planning on going to sleep. And even if I wanted to, I don't know if I'd be able to. Let's be real. That's a fair point. You might have a concussion. You don't want to sleep with a concussion. <laughs> like, that's twice you've hit your head. <laughs> um, Definitely concussed. No, as you guys are having this conversation, you hear the door on, in the, on the other end of this kitchen shut. Hello? <laughs> oh, no. Um, it, it, it's right in there. So, like, now uh, taking a, a good minute to, like, look around the room, like, uh, Mary is not back here anymore. Shit. Where the hell did she go? Do you think that was her going out the door? Maybe. Let's go follow her. I mean, who else could it have been? Well, let's go very, very quickly. Let's go have a look. I am gonna. I'm gonna pick up a frying pan if I can find one for a weapon. Uh, oh my yeah, god! There's a frying pan. Can I take a knife the, on the stove? Yeah. Oh, uh, I drop the stick. You easily can find a knife in this kitchen and stuff, and you guys make your way to upgrade the back door. Okay. I open and the door. <laughs> yeah. So as you open the door. Uh, you hear a scream coming from outside. It seems to be coming around the corner, like of, oh of the building. And you also now start hearing the other patrons in the tavern, the, the handful of them, start screaming as well I go, in fright. I go running. I'm tired of all these screams. I go running towards the sound. Uh, are you going I mean, out through the back sounds. door? Uh, or are you going to the front of the building or are you going out through the back and around? Out through the back and around. Okay. Uh, oh, what God. is Steven doing? Uh, Steven was going to go back inside and look, but seeing Moira <laughs> run outside, he just goes, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> follows her. Yeah, so you guys run around and you guys head to the right of the town and you take a right around the corner where you're now running in between the uh, diner and the uh, gas station. And you see uh, Mary standing in the middle of the road, uh, of only a few yards away from like the truck that was peeled out in the middle of the road. And you both see this, this floating inky light that is so bright, but it is just covered in like a, a dull darkness. It's kind of a weird thing to describe it, how bright this is, but how not blinding it is to you. And it seems to be moving through the air as if it was oil and water, just floating toward Mary, as Mary seems to be just stuck in a in a scream, just frozen still, and she's a good distance away from y'all. I'm gonna pull Moira around the corner and try to hide. Yeah, I think I go. I let myself be pulled, but just like mouth open, eyes wide. Roll me sanity for seeing this <laughs> this thing, this uh, dead light, that one was as it was described by <laughs> Jake in the, in the tower. Left, that left. I no. I either got zero or a hundred. I'm not sure. It's it's zero zero zero. Is that good or bad? That's a, that's a hundred. Oh boy. Oh, that's a hundred. No. I also failed. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> bo- both of you. Shut up. Oh, no. So both of you roll me. Um, roll, roll me a, a d12, both of you. Oh God. <gasps> no. Okay. <gasps> 
Are you kidding me? No, and for <laughs> and for you, Yubi, um, yeah. you're going to add four to your roll. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I rolled a five. Okay. Well, that does put me in the temporary insanity range. Y- yes, it does. Plus oh four. Boy. Rolled an eight. So that's 12 in total. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh boy. I think I've lost Call of Cthulhu. I think I've lost the game. You have more. You have a permanent sanity. <gasps> what does that mean? You're indefinitely insane. You're indefinitely oh. insane. So first, we're going to go with Steven. So Steven, you see oh God. this light. Mm-hmm. Sure do. I sure see that light real good. Uh, and instead of like your initial reaction is to run around the corner and you get about halfway there, though, you can't help but stare at this. You get a sense that you want to see what happens. Oh. And you stare and watch as this thing tears through and slowly obliterates and melts away. Mary into nothing, not even ash. And inside you awaken something you didn't know you like for, for playing a cleric in most of your games, healing and being the supportive one. You realize that what you really want to do is experience death, but, but not you experiencing death. I want to visit it unto others. You want to have death visit others. Oh my god. So now your your sanity is you are wanting to put yourself into uh, the most dangerous situation. Oh my god. So I'm not homicidal. No, you're not homicidal. You want to experience the thrill of death but you will always try to bring others with you. Moira, you see this as well, this this death of Mary. You get the opposite reaction. Instead of wanting to experience this, you're wanting to prevent it. Okay. But it's too late. As it, as it's happening in front of you, your your body frozen by not only fear, but by Steven holding on to you as you were initially being pulled away. You see this, you both see this uh, inky dead light creep back into the woods after devouring Mary. And the thought that rings through your mind is, I must stop it. You both have an idea this idea is to pr- bring Emilia back to her home. One, to see if, for Myra, to see if the grandfather's alive, to help save him if possible, and possibly find some way to stop this, as it seems to probably originate with Emilia. Though for Stephen... You want to bring Amelia for a more <gasps> dastardly purpose. <laughs> you feel like this thing might be 
chasing her because you get a bit of a a mental flashback as when you were initially driving and you look through and you saw a thunderstorm you remember seeing a light before the initial flash and the sound of thunder now able to move once again now that this deadlight is has retreated for the time in between the gas station and the diner uh the noise of inside can now be heard you hear jake clearly screaming i told you so i told you so you hear a hysterical old woman just shrieking and crying and you hear a gunshot uh and silence falls you what what would y'all like to do as silence has fallen for this brief moment after this gunshot run back inside i take a second i think to be violently ill and then i follow <laughs> fair enough and are you guys going back through the back of the building or running around through the front i think through the are we closer to the back or the front uh it it'll take you the same amount of time either way uh because y'all are like front. in between in the middle of the gas station stuff so you're like kind of like in the middle of the side of the building so either way will take you about just as long but the monster was in the front oh, of the back. building back <laughs> back definitely back yeah okay i'm following uh, but yes. so yeah. all right so unless you, i crave death so much i'm like oh my god the front you do crave more of the dangerous side of things but you can go through the back i'm an adrenaline junkie oh, no. yeah. so you quickly go through the back of the building and run through to, to see what's happened and you see sam with a, a smoking gun and roll me spot hidden the to uh 30 out of 25 i fail it uh 63 out of 75 you guys can hear the storm a lot louder now as there's a clear shattering of the glass by one of the booths and laying in front of the booth y'all were uh, sitting in is Teddy the old man who what who is laying dead in front the the window that's broken is the one by y'all's booth and you see Amelia just shaking and crying um, with the successful role for Steven uh, in your wantingness of death you kind of are more so enjoying this scene that Teddy sought out death as well by jumping in front of this bullet oh um, he was protecting her you view it more as a sacrifice from the world yeah I want to get off of, of this ride <laughs> <laughs> okay um, Though, though Sam soon drops drops the gun, he's shaking. He seems to start breaking down, collapsing onto his knees. Um, the old woman is just sobbing, going to her husband, just holding his uncut, like you know, his dead body, essentially. Yeah, unconscious. He ain't coming back from that one, I don't think. Um, <laughs> It's the window, the the window by the booth that Amelia is sitting at. Is it shattered? Yes, it's it's shattered. Okay. There's glass on on the table in the booth. I'm going to walk slowly 
in the room. Mm-hmm. Is Sam anywhere near the gun? Uh, he he's next to the gun. The gun is on the floor. It's about like about maybe a foot or two away from him, from where it clattered and dropped. And he's on his knees, like he is broken down in tears. I'm gonna try and pick up the gun before anyone uh, yeah. else gets you, to it. You're you're able to pick up the gun. Everybody seems to be kind of in shock at what just happened. Right. We're all having a pretty bad day of it now. It seems. We're going to take Amelia. We're going to go check out her grandpa's house. And when we come back, I don't want to see anyone else being shot, frankly. (laughs) Are we good on that? Can we all agree no more shooting people? Uh, Right, come on, Amelia. Jake just kind of starts nodding in... He he doesn't know what to do. He's frozen in place, but he is nodding and like, yeah, that sounds like a plan kind of nod. Right. Uh, Amelia quickly stands up at this, um, the, at the at the sound of you saying that you're going to take her to go see if her grandpa's okay. Yeah, I hold my hand out to her to like like hold her hand. Yeah, she she takes it. Right, you, me, and Steve, we're going to go check this out. We're all on the same page here. We're going to go and make sure that everything's all right. So Amelia, we're good. I've got a gun now. So if that thing comes back, we're going to shoot it. And if not, I give the knife to Stephen. Steve also has a knife and a firing pan. So we're very well equipped <laughs> to deal with this. I have two. I have two weapon fighting. He is a dual wielder. <laughs> dual wielder. That's for sure. In in both inside and outside of the campaign, right? So we're going to go now. Nobody's going to shoot. Nobody else has got a gun. Pain. She just cocks her head at that word, like, uh, "Don't you worry, well, we're we're going to go right. We're going to, right to now. We're gonna we're gonna go right. We're going now, right in now. Fact. Right. In fact, we're going right now, and we're going to go out the door, not the window, because I don't want to make a big scene. <laughs> Why would we go out the window? Because it was closer, and I thought if there were going to be more guns, we might want to get out quickly. But we're going to go out the door like normal, sensible people who've not just watched at least four people die. So we're going to just keep on going." Amelia, you lead the way, but not physically. You just point us. We're all going to go in a nice line together. Let's go. Yeah, so you guys uh, make it into your car with with no real issues. Amelia says that it's down the road uh, mm-hmm. where, the, where the road branches off. You guys uh, saw it earlier. Or like Steven saw it earlier while driving. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's keep going. All right. Yeah, Steve will turn down the fork. So uh, you guys back out uh, of the <clears throat> of the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll me a drive auto as you navigate around the <laughs> truck that's you know in the middle of the road, and also trying to get I've down this this road. Such a great track record here. <laughs> no, <laughs> ninety four out oh of twenty. <laughs> Oh boy! Da, 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 da. You guys crash, die! Oh no! no. Um, hey, I mean, so like legit though. Uh, I'm at like five HP left, so maybe, <laughs> maybe no. Uh, so you guys uh, kind of take a moment to really get yourself situated in the car and start driving. You guys kind of make it past the truck, though the side of the car is scraped pretty, pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Oh, my beautiful Big Bertha. Jesus, Steve, will you watch where you're going? 
but it's so rainy, I can't see. We've got anything. enough here trying to kill us. We don't need you joining in on the mix. <sighs> well, wh- do you want to drive? Do you want to drive? I don't want to drive. You know, I can't drive. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to hold the gun. And as you guys start driving out, you guys drive partially into uh, that deadlight you saw earlier. Oh. Scraping the the side of your car, vaporizing it. I'm gonna ah! I'm gonna try which wait, which side? Because we're both like in the front seat. Who gets vaped? Is it, it me? It's, or? it's on the it's on the right hand side, so it'd be you. So roll me a luck roll. Fuck. Now Fuck. that you mentioned both this. of us are like a collective okay. luck roll. I've got like roll. ninety. Just, I've got ninety luck. Uh, just Moira. Seventy-five. Thank God I had ninety luck. That's a lot of luck. Yeah, I don't know why I have um, so much luck. Yeah, so you're not harmed, though the car door and stuff is missing a good line through the metal and through the plastic. Like so, there are just a long, like a long line that exposes the outside. I'm going to, I'm going to yell my catchphrase at this point, which is Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and I'm going to try and shoot it with the gun. Uh, yeah, so roll me your gun roll. Nope, I divide. Oh no, at least it's not a malfunction. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but that's still a huge failure. So Do I shoot someone in you, the diner? <laughs> you fire. You fire the gun. You weren't expecting how powerful this gun is, let alone how loud it is. Oh. And you... Just as you are driving past this, you aim backwards and try to shoot it. Miss the shot. Instead, you just hit back of the car between like the the uh, the back window and the um, rear the back Big rear Martha. window. So you just shoot a hole through through the car. Though it's so loud, you're a bit uh, deafened for a second, and your arm kind of pops up and bashes you in the face oh. for two points of damage. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I don't need you doing more damage to my car. <laughs> Uh, but you guys do Ow. drive away from this inky light as it seems to be coming in y'all's direction, though you're able to oh, easily no. outpace it as it oh. slowly swims through the air. I turn to Amelia. I go, do you know what that is? Why is it following us? Do you know what it is? She She's just shaking her head no as her eyes are just wide. Oh, Jesus. Just, I'm like, sorry. Like looking back at this thing. Oh, Jesus, don't, Amelia, don't look at it. I'm sorry for nearly shooting you, but you're all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it takes you a few minutes to drive uh, to that break in the road and drive up this more hilly area where the woods gets a bit more denser as you drive up. But you soon come up to this uh, cabin, this cottage of sorts, with the front door clearly wide open, light pouring out of it. Light pouring out of it? Like, beyond... Like, uh, like, like light going pa- like, oh, okay. On the other side of the door, there's light streaming out of it. Like the lights are on on the inside of the house. Okay. Yeah. Right. We're going in then. Sure are. We're taking Amelia with us in or are we going to, we can't leave her out here because that fucking thing's following us, isn't it? Yeah, we'll take All her right, in. Amelia, I just want to say from the bottom of my soul, I am very sorry for whatever you're about to see. Now let's go inside. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, you guys get out of the car can you both roll me luck rolls real quick <laughs> uh, yes oh 95 i fail it okay gross oh, boy. <laughs> stop no rolling so bad yeah 
33 to 75. All right. Uh, so as you guys make your way up to the driveway, uh, Steven, your foot kind of hits something and you look down to see what you just kind of kicked. Oh, no. And it's, uh, it's a crowbar. There's a crowbar on the ground. <gasps> Yoink. Okay. You are so odd. Now I'm like triple wielding. <laughs> Do you, do you want to give maybe the frying pan to Amelia so she's got something to defend herself with if she needs it? Fair enough. Uh, I'll yeah, hand her the frying pan. Amelia will uh, take the frying hand a bit hesitantly, but she will uh, take it. All right, Amelia, where where did you last see your grandpa? Where are we heading in here? Uh, she points to the first door that's on the right. That seems to be slightly ajar, though she stands near the, the doorway at the corner not wanting to really go in frying pan up to her like face and shoulders, like holding it still shaking, still very wide eyed. All right, Steve, you and me, right? We're going to go in. We're going to do this, not split the party. Right. right? Same time. Don't split the party. All right. What on On three, three. one, two, three, (laughs) kick the door open. You kick the door open to find a room that is really nice and clean. I lie. It's not nice and clean. It <laughs> actually uh, has a bunch of stuff toppled over. There's a large wooden coffer that's uh, tipped over near the fine uh, fireplace, and in front of the the coffer are two bodies. A man kind of hunched uh, across the chair, like his legs are on the ground. His torso is over like the arm of like Ugh. a nice antique chair. And he seems mm. to be just profusely, well, I say <laughs> is, was profusely bleeding as there's a pool of blood uh, below the chair, which leads to a shotgun uh, that's sitting in the puddle where in front of that whole scene is a body whose legs and upper torso are just gone. Oh. Uh, kind of in the same way as Billy's body where there's blackened ash that singes it. Uh, the two arms that are remaining are broken and twisted and hunched up uh, in ways arms should not be bending. His eyes and mouth agape uh, fully black and empty. Jesus. Uh, me sanity. Oh no! <laughs> Did you guys see this this uh, gruesome room? How much worse could it get? Oh, no, I don't have a lot of insanity left. Nope, that's a failure for me. How much of a failure? <gasps> uh, sixty-one out of forty-one. Okay, I just got forty out of forty-seven. Oh, okay. I'm all right. I hold it so, together. So, Moira, you're just gonna roll me a D four. Okay. Alright. It's very reasonable if you And Steven. Uh-huh. You're gonna roll me a, a D eight. Boy howdy. Seven! Oh boy. I rolled a fucking four. I'm at well, I'm at thirty-four out of fifty right now, so I've lost more than a fifth. Yeah, but... you've lost quite a bit. Um, yeah. So you both see this and for Moira. Oh no. Your obsession to help and protect right now has increased. You are positive that the old man who's lunched over hunched over the chair is still alive and breathing and you are 
your first thought is to give this man CPR. Uh, all right. You run over, <laughs> lay him down properly on the ground. His body's stiff. You're going to be and all right. Hard to move. You're going to be all right. I promise you. I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm a psychiatrist. Uh, roll me medicine. Oh, it's my medicine's very bad though. Uh, seventy-nine out of twenty-one. I did not do that. I just like eat him. What happens? No. So, uh, you don't know how to perform CPR properly, but you've seen enough movies to be like, you have this. <laughs> so you notice as you're first blowing in that his mouth is just pulled pulled with some blood, <laughs> and you're like, I need to clear this out. Oh no! So instead of blowing. <laughs> You suck out the blood and spit it onto the ground, and you are at this for the next five minutes. Um, so you are incapacitated for a little bit of time. Oh, Moira, um, what happened to you? Steven, you yes. see this. Oh, God. And you start investigating to figure out how... These people died. You see shotgun. You see the chest of the old man shot with a bunch of shotgun shells. Like you see the bunch of holes. Mm-hmm. You you examine um, the other body, and you easily pull out a wallet from the top coat of like the remaining piece of this shirt. And opening it up, it shows that this gentleman is Clem Taylor. Clem. Oh shit! Oh. And all the pieces come together. That this is a uh, love quarrel gone wrong, and it's all Amelia's fault. <gasps> and for the next two minutes, you want to kill Amelia <gasps> for causing all this hardship on everyone in the tavern. That every death, as much as you've enjoyed it, is now her fault. And it's now time for her to die. And this investigation has taken you four minutes, by the way. Which means that oh, Myra so is still incapacitated for, for one minute. Wow, so you one have word. one action to try to one get to Amelia and do whatever you want oh to. Oh my gosh! Um, so would I have enough time to grab the shotgun? <laughs> yeah, you can uh, grab the shotgun if you like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that takes a I'll bit of time to grab it. it. Takes like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and I walk out the door and find Amelia. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so <laughs> you don't initially see Amelia where she initially was outside the uh, door. Mm-hmm. Though you do see light further down the hallway that's dark into a room uh, down the hall that seems to be lit and partially open as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to check the barrel of the shotgun. <laughs> see if there's a shell in there. Uh, no, it seems to have been empty. There are just two empty shells in there that you, when you open up the, the double barrel shotgun, it, they pop out. You can spend a moment to, like, glance across this room to see if there's any shotgun shells or anything like that. Uh, nah, he's just gonna kind of curse under his breath, drop the shotgun, and he's got a knife oh and a crowbar. That's, that's true. Got a knife and a crowbar. <laughs> Gonna get his hands messy. <laughs> All right. Get down there. So, how do you make your way uh, across the hall quickly or carefully? Carefully. Carefully. All right. So you take a uh, a good minute walking across 
uh, th- this this long hallway as you get to the door. At this time, Myra, you come to and realize what you've been doing. <laughs> you vomit. I, I, I think I vomit on him. And then, and then I say, Oh, that was bloody awkward. Let's not tell anyone about that. Hey, right. I pat his face and like stagger to my feet. And I go, Steve? Amelia? Yeah, you, you don't see Steve in the room. They do. Uh, you can roll me a listen, if you will. I would love to roll you a listen. This has gone so wrong. How have we come? This has gone so wrong. Uh, no. That, Welcome to Call of Cthulhu. That's a 93 out of 50. I hear nothing. Except my own heartbeat in my ears. Yeah. You, uh, you don't really hear much of anything. It's... Everything just has the same level of loudness from the storm outside and the thunder that you can't make out any particular details in the house. Steve! Um, don't split the party! Oh no, I feel so bad. Charlotte feels so bad. <laughs> Steve, you hear that as soon as you get to the door that's partially ajar. How do you act hearing don't split the party? Okay, so with this, like, temporary indefinite insanity, like, how in control of my actions am I? Or do I feel, like, completely and totally compelled to kill her? You feel compelled, uh, but you do have some brains about it. So if you mm-hmm. want to fight against the initial, like, run in and, like, do it, or if you want to hold off for a moment to, like, play it cooler, you can roll me a power Ooh. roll. <gasps> To try to fight against this uh, initial urge of just going stab and maybe taking the moment to... 25 out of 50. Okay, cool. So that's a hard six. So you can choose uh, whether or not you go into this room and ignore your friend or if you respond or however you want to handle the situation. You have the the choice now. Okay. Uh, I'd say, like, Steve has his hand on the doorknob and then hears that and just says... Don't split the party. And takes his hand off the knob and walks back. <laughs> That's the power of tabletop RPGs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you get back Friendship. into that room. And by the time you get back to the room, uh, your sensation to kill Emilia has lessened. It's not gone, but it's not as strong as it was for those two full minutes. But it's still there. Steve, where did you go? What? I don't know what came over me. I was, I, all I can taste is blood and my own puke. First of all, gross. Yeah. I um, agreed. I, I think I know what happened here. Um, you do. I've not got a fucking clue. So this, this one, this dead body is Clem. Right. Who's Billy's hoodlum? Yeah, and um, Mary's boyfriend. I thought Billy was Mary's I boyfriend. Think no, Clem was oh, Clem Mary's, is Mary's boyfriend. boyfriend, right. Yes. I think there was some sort of love triangle thing happening here. Whatever it is, I think Amelia was in the middle of it. You mean Clem and Amelia's grandfather? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, maybe, but no, I was talking... <laughs> you know, let's just go talk to Amelia. 
right. I, I suppose the news is going to come as a bit of a shock to her. Her grandfather was seeing... Oh, I'm really not feeling very well. Not about that, of course. You know, I don't find anything like that. You know, I've just, I've, I've got a lot of blood in my mouth and none of it is mine. Right. Let's go. Where's Amelia? Where did she well, go? Can y'all roll me a listen real quick? I'd love to As roll y'all are you talking. Listen. Two. I hear this one. In 95. <laughs> All right. So, Stephen, you hear nothing. All you hear is the loud... Uh, thunder that kind of vibrates the the whole house and in, in the air. Though before the thunder, Myra, you hear a like a high scraping of of something on wood, like wood on wood. If you're moving, like say a table or a chair, and it just goes like kind of sound. You hear that clearly off in the distance. With the two, do I know which room it came from? Uh, no, you you guys are still in the initial room, but you do know it's down, like you heard it coming from the hallway. With that two, you know it's down the hallway at some point. Though there are two doors that are across from each other, though you can probably assume it might be the one that's partially open with the light on. Did you hear that? I think it's Amelia. I think she's in that one, and I'm going to point to the door with that's with the light on. Amelia! Amelia, there's a saying in D&D, you don't split the party, come back. <laughs> come on, Steve, let's go you see what she's doing. You get no response. Yeah, let's go. I let's go, go. And, and I open I open the door. Steve is like white-knuckling his <laughs> knife right now. Amelia, I've got some bad news about your grandfather. Roll me two things. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> so this is gonna be so both of you. I need you both to roll me, uh, a dexterity. Okay. Just a straight dexterity. Okay. Oh no. Um. Come on. Come on. Come on. Nope. Failed that one. Sixty-one out of thirty-five. Seventy-nine out of fifty-five. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. If I didn't kill this girl when I had the <laughs> chance, I swear to God. So then, so th- this is how I do uh, combat. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Or, or initiative, I should say. So in this case, you, Steven is going to be going first, can take the first action. Okay. Though, both of you roll me luck now. Okay. As okay. you enter this room and, and we'll see how this initially plays out. 21 out of 90. So that's a success. Uh, 49 out of 75. You both see Amelia... Standing on top of this big mahogany desk, a uh, sheet, a really thick sheet, wrapped around the top of this support beam, and a noose her her head through it, and she's about to to jump across. So you guys have a, a few moments to attempt to save save her or have this happen. So the first person who gets to act <laughs> is Stephen. Uh. Steve's not going to do anything. Okay. Well, thankfully for your luck roll, uh, Yubi. Yeah. uh, Myra has that extra moment before she she jumps to, you know, potentially her her death. What would you like to do to prevent this? Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to freeze. And then as she jumps, I'm going to run forward and try and like catch her before the the 
the noose chokes her basically because if I if I go and jump on her and pull her then I'm gonna just do the job for her so I'm gonna wait till she and then try and like hold so her up so you're gonna try to catch her then yeah and like hold yeah. her up so that there's no tension roll me both uh dex and strength at the oh god at the, wait yeah, two so rolls first you'll roll dex okay. yeah so first you'll roll dex okay. to see if you can get there five Okay, so, so you're there. able to get there. Oh, God. Okay, I'm slightly better at strength. And I'll roll strength to see if you can actually hold her. 16! Yeah, so within a moment in your need to kind of protect and make sure everyone's good and safe, you quickly move and get there in time to catch her and grab her to where you're able to hold her up and then put her back onto the uh, mahogany desk. And, and she is trying to, like, resist you, like, trying to kick you off, but her legs are bounded by your, your strong arms. <laughs> my, not, my strong arms only in this moment. <laughs> Amelia, what... The, what are you doing? Don't... Just let me be with my grandfather. There's, he's you dead. You can tell us what's going on Everyone's here. dead. That's very untrue. There's at least three people alive back in the tavern, in, in the in the in the diner, not in the tavern. We're not in D and D. Amelia, listen, this listen to me. Listen, I'm a psychiatrist. I know how you're feeling right now. I know how it feels like it's the end of the world and there's no hope. But just like any storm, this physical one around us and the metaphysical one inside your mind right now, it will lift and there will be light, good light, not the bad light we're seeing at the minute. That's not real light, I don't think. I mean, you can't do this. Nobody, you're, you're, you've got to help your grandfather's memory live on. How are you going to do that if you're, if you're, if you're not here? All right. So you can roll me one of two things, whichever is higher. You can roll me uh, psychoanalysis or persuade. Okay. Okay. Let me have a look. Uh, To let you know, psychoanalysis will have a better chance depending on your success. With Persuade, you need a hard success or more. I'm going to roll Psychoanalysis. Alrighty. Oh boy. No. 71. Out of 51, I failed. Failed. Okay. Um, And, in, and while this is being said and happening, what is Steven doing at, at the doorway? I think I've dropped my gun at this uh, point. If that makes any difference, I've definitely dropped the gun and gone over to like hold her with both hands. Okay. So yeah, so Steven, you see this gun laying in the middle of the floor between the <laughs> the two of y'all. Uh, what, is Steven oh, going to do anything God. or is just still going to watch this play out? Um, he's going to pick up the gun at the very least, just in case. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think just kind of glaring daggers. Maybe... No, he just has the gun in his hand, glaring daggers um, at Amelia at the moment. <laughs> okay. I don't well, know. Amelia looks down at you, just goes, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. Uh, can, can you let me go? But I'm, I'm and, and she's reaching for the noose to like kind of slowly move it over her head. As soon as that noose is not around your neck, of course, I'm going to help you down to this table. Amelia, we all make mistakes. I'm very perturbed about this flying light, though. We really need to get to the bottom of that. Amelia, do you know what it was? Do you know where it came from? Whose fault are those deaths? I mean, obviously it's the <laughs> flying light, Steve. We saw it happen to two people. 
Let's have a little sensitivity here, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, Amelia's the noose is off. Amelia, I help her down from the table and let go. All right. As soon as you let go, she charges at Stephen. Oh, Jesus, Amelia, Jesus, reaching for the gun. Oh no. Do I have enough time to yeah, like? Yeah, you, you can react. How would you like to react? Seeing <laughs> this, this. You, you fired the gun. Okay, roll me your firearm. Don't shoot uh, me. Handgun, please. This very badly. Uh, this is this check is mostly to determine what happens because she's super close range. Oh, is is this is the stat doubled because she's really close? Is she point blank? Yeah. Okay, so it's what's my handgun? The defaults, I think, 20 or 25. To 20, yeah. So double to be 40, I got a 50. So no, just barely. Oh, don't be so sure. Because <gasps> you've been wanting to kill her. You already had the gun pointed to her. Ready. Mm-hmm. And it hits her. Oh my gosh. But not because <laughs> you aimed well, but because she grabbed your arm and aimed it to her chest as she pulled the trigger (laughs) and as she slumps over leaning up against you she just whispers thank you and she collapses onto the ground and Steven in that moment roll me sanity because before like you wanted to kill her you've done it and you've been wanting to ex- have more people die around you, witness it. And you've done it, and you're in glee, but you didn't actually want to do the killing deep down. What did you roll on your sanity? 67 out of 34. Roll me a D8. Eight. You enjoy killing now. <laughs> Not only do you enjoy watching people die... But with the blood now on your hand, seeing this body and the smoking gun, you're wanting more. What happened to my sweet cleric boy? <laughs> and Moira, as you're witnessing Emilia run, you reach out to try to stop her, but you just don't. You were too slow this time. And the gun fired. You see her drop to the ground and you aren't shocked at the dead body. That's far away from your mind. You're more shocked at the face your dear friend Steve has. I'm laughing hysterically. Starts as a small chuckle, deep grin on his face. Eyes full of happiness and pleasure as that small chuckle grows and grows into just a manic cackle. Steve? And as you whisper his name, roll me listen real quick. (laughs) Oh no. 84. Oh no. Oh no. You do. Oh boy. <laughs> because this is oh, some, no. this is just something you you both can hear over the laughter. You just don't know exactly where it's coming from this crackling and crashing of of wood and within moments the smell of burning just fills this room. Is there a window? Uh, yeah. I, There's a window in this room. I'm gonna fucking fling myself out the window. Okay. I'm getting out. I'm, I'm, I'm running if I can. Roll me a uh, jump. 
for my dog. Fuck. It's a hundred. Fuck. So, Stephen, you smell this burning sensation. You hear the the cracking in uh, of wood and some crumbling of of sounds off in the distance. You see your friend looking at you in horror. As you're just laughing, you find all this just pretty enjoyable. And you see her run to the window and try to jump through it. And before she can make it, you see coming through dissolving the wall near the window, that dead light you saw as she jumps too late to react and dive straight through this dead light and does not appear on the other side. Wow. Your friend Myra is gone. And all you can do is smile and laugh. Oh my god. Witnessing the a death that you felt like you could never enjoy. Your dear friend's death that you thought you would be mournful that you could not live without them you feel happy about it you are in such euphoria about this though for that split moment seeing this death realizing what what happened in the last few hours the changes you went through there's a bit of regret you are you are sad and instruct in that brief moment as you stare into this deadlight's form roll me a power as this thing lo- as you look into it and start getting drawn into it 90 you know what you have to do seeing this light what it does as it's slowly approaching you you know that you have to and you let it take you as it has taken others hours have passed since this point what we see in the day as the sun comes out we see the sun raises hit the what was the diner which has now crumbled and collapsed uh, trails of burnt and corroded ground and cobblestone and wood all around this area can now be seen clearly as the sunlight hits this deadlight, it slowly fades and disappears. And that was Call of Cthulhu. Holy- Wasn't it great? So- yeah, I think we lost I the think game. We lost I think that we lost Carlos Cthulhu. I don't think I'm very good at this one. <laughs> oh my god. Can I that's also my first character death. That's the first time in an RPG I've had a character die as well. Yeah, what? I've been so lucky oh until this moment. Bye bye, Moira. That was a lot Zander- of fun. I just said I love me a meat grinder. <laughs> yeah. Xander, that was awesome. You did such a good job DMing that GMing that, my apologies. That was fantastic. Uh, Keep her in that it. was so good. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a lot of that fun. That was amazing. What scenario is this? 
yeah, so this is a pre-made scenario. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the first I played in, and this scenario is called Deadlight. Uh, so you already said y'all enjoyed it and everything. Yeah. I have not run Call of Cthulhu in a good while, so for me, this was a bit uh, of a nice refresher. Because I noticed for me, the initial start of it, I was a little bit too happy in my tone of voice. <laughs> and then later on, got a little bit creepy. Though I think that'll probably be great. I was... Uh, well, for, no, for no, the, it, you listeners, it, yeah. you probably might have enjoyed it. It, it really, really did. Smoothly. I was spooked like, from the beginning. Yeah. Like, I, like, I did not have a point <laughs> where I wasn't spooked. Like, it was very, very good. Thank you so much for running the game. It was amazing. Yeah, and Charlotte, it was such a pleasure a to play along with you as well. Like, that was so fun. Oh, it was amazing Thanks. playing with I'm you. I'm sorry for my accent. It slipped. I went Scottish once, Welsh once, and everywhere else. Sorry. Oh, no. It was fantastic <laughs> all the way through. That was so fun. Thank you. Uh, I thank you both for, for joining me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to uh, see our game like fully edited and everything and also everyone mm -hmm. else's game because once again this is for international podcast month yeah absolutely for Ooh. i am here right but yeah so let us once again introduce ourselves uh tell people where they can find us individually and what shows we're from and where we can find those so let's cool yeah start off with you charlotte all right. Hi, I, I was Charlotte. Uh, you can find uh, my podcast, Tabletop Potluck, at tabletoppotluck.com um, or really wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find me on Twitter at the cornbreb with a B. Uh, so that's T H E C O R N B R E A B. Cornbreb. I love the it. Cornbreb. That's cute. <laughs> And Yubi? Uh, my name is Yubi. I will still be Yubi after this, after this, although Charlotte apparently <laughs> will not be. Uh, I had the pleasure of playing Moira. I am the DM of a fifth edition actual play podcast, D&D podcast, uh, called The Mortal Path. We have a site, themortalpath.com. We have a Twitter, The Mortal Path. Uh, you can find me personally at Uzbad Yubi, which means like King Yubi and Kuzdul, because I'm that level of nerd, which is U-Z-B-A-D-Y-U-B. B I, and uh, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. It's great for having you both, and I am Xander. I had the pleasure of playing every other character, uh, pretty poorly. <laughs> did a great job. You okay. did a great job. Uh, oh, I had a lot of fun. I always have fun doing uh, bad voices. <laughs> it was great. Uh, but you can the find fun's me. All that matters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all that matters yeah. is having fun. Uh, you can find me at Adept Xander, and I run a show called heartbeats a heartwarming fantasy uh which you can find us at heartbeatspodcast.com or on twitter at heartbeatscast and yeah yeah that's that's it Yay, we, did it. we did it we did call Badly. cthulhu and it was great we called him we did but not he didn't pick, pick up, up. He... We, we called cthulhu and he answered 